Hi, thank you for joining me. This is John Newby, John 2028 Apologetics, and the Lion and the Lamb podcast. This is episode 10, and this episode is going to be about, I would say, subliminal messages. I would say uh, demonic, um, satanic things being put into shows for children, and I believe it's on purpose. And of course, you know, when, when I mention something like this, the first thing people think of is maybe Disney or something in that nature. But, um, and we can discuss that another time, but I want to discuss something that is, uh, I just watched. So me and my wife, we put on Baby Shark, okay? Baby Shark for our girls, helps them go to sleep. Now, I haven't seen anything wrong with Baby Shark, okay? I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, who knows? But, uh... What I did notice was, was there was a commercial in the middle of Baby Shark, okay? And the commercial in the middle of Baby Shark was extremely interesting. And I don't believe it was by coincidence. And the scripture warns us about the enemy, okay? In 1 Peter 5, 8, it says about Satan that be sober and alert. Your enemy, the devil like a roaring lion is on the prowl looking for someone to devour. Okay, resist him, strong in your faith because you know that your brothers and sisters throughout the world are enduring in the same kinds of suffering. All right, so this is speaking about the suffering and the troubles that Christians go through in the world. But it's also, you can also apply this text to the nature and the strategy and how the enemy operates. The enemy operates by wanting to um, take you over, by stalking you and prowling on you and jumping on you and eating you for his own desires, okay? Because the enemy knows that his fate is being thrown into the lake of fire. And even the demons, when they're, when they're approached by Christ in the Gospels, even say, oh, Lord, are you here to you know, cast us out. So even the demons know this and Satan knows this. Okay. So this isn't news, but he wants to bring with him as many people as he can. But anyway, so when we go back to the baby shark commercial, so there was a baby shark commercial or excuse me, there was a commercial on the baby shark episode and it showed a, uh, it showed a uh, young man um, with uh, smoking marijuana or a cigarette that appeared to be marijuana. I mean, we not necessarily know if it's marijuana, but I'm pretty sure it was because of everything else in the context that goes with it. All right, so there is a, when you go to the Urban Dictionary, okay, in the commercial, it showed the man smoking, the young man smoking marijuana and like maybe on the moon or some type of planetary, um, you know, some, not Earth. And there's glitter and rainbows all around it. It showed a shark and a unicorn. And they were charging at each other and they were ramming in the middle and he and he was in the meeting spot of the shark and the unicorn ramming. Okay. Alright, this is in the middle of a of a baby shark. Alright. Now it's called a shark acorn. Okay, a shark acorn. And according to the Urban Dictionary, this is what it says: an extremely rare and majestic mythological creature that is of the offspring of the unholy unicorn of a shark and a unicorn. Such a mating will only result in concept when the act occurs under a rare double rainbow. Sharkicorns resemble great white sharks, but their skin is metallic silver and gorgeous golden horn sprouts from the forehead. 
Many Shocker Corns opt to a sport a tattoo of the letters BGS, which stands for Bitches Get Stitches. Okay, Shocker Corns are far more intelligent than sharks and more magical than unicorns. The Shocker Corn communicates telepathically and are believed to be masters of mind control. Mind control. It is a well-known fact that Shocker Corns fart glitter and the fart of a Shocker Corn is the most potent aphrodisiac in the world. Basically, Shocker Corns trump everything. The Shocker Corn was first spotted in Martha's Vineyard in the summer of 1983, but has not been seen since until the summer of 2011 when a glorious Shocker Corn appeared in the Three Musketeers of, of Crazy and sent them to the most important mission ever to educate the world about majestic, glorious Shocker Corn. Okay. So, think about that for a minute. So it's, it's, it's about mind control. It's only appears under some type of telepathic, some type of majestic meaning. And it's about mind control and it's about a unicorn and a shark. And it's showing a guy smoking what appears to be marijuana. And all this symbolism that I just read is all in this commercial. And this commercial is in the middle of baby shark. Okay. In the middle of baby shark, brothers and sisters, you gotta, you gotta listen to me. You got to listen to me, okay? Or I'm I'm asking you, you ain't got to do anything, but I'm just giving you this word of advice. You need to make sure what your children are watching. Because like a lion, the enemy roams around seeking to devour. As 1 Peter, as we just read. And you're telling me the enemy hasn't been active in trying to destroy the nuclear family? You're telling me the enemy hasn't been active trying to take apart families and um, get parents to split up and have children out of wedlock and have divorces and have parents against kids, kids against parents and children not listening and children not behaving and children not respecting their, their parents. And, and uh, look at all the molestation cases that are up. Adults viewing children as more mature than they are. You're telling me that all this isn't related. I'm telling you, I know it's related. I've had a guilty suspicion about unicorns. Unicorns has been something popular that's been going on for a couple years now. And I, I just knew something in the bottom of my heart wasn't right about it. Um, look, I'm not, I understand I grew up in a, in a Southern Baptist church and hellfire and brimstone. And yeah, that's what I was raised on. And But like I said... I'm not the type of person that sees Jesus in my cornflakes, okay? All right, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, always been a skeptic at heart. That's why my, that's why my channel is John 2020 Apologetics because of doubting Thomas. All right, so I don't see like Jesus floating in the clouds, okay? All right, so I'm not like that. But I knew something was up with this. I knew it. Just felt a tug in my spirit, and I know that there is mention of a horned animals in the Bible in the Old Testament okay but that's not the uh, description of what we believe to be a unicorn just like angels on a Valentine's Day card isn't this description in the Old Testament or the new okay so it's it's completely different than what man tries to put on a card or anything like that I'm not saying you can't have a unicorn doll Okay, for your child, but I'm telling you, there's something related to this. Maybe we shouldn't. 
maybe maybe I sh- maybe I should just re- re- uh, recant what I just said. Maybe we shouldn't have unicorns for our children. I don't know, but I just know that there's this somehow this is related, and this has got something to do with marijuana. I don't I don't know what it is, but I'm trying to put my heart and my finger on it. But like anything, when you try to deprogram somebody, you don't come out with some like outrageous attempt. You don't come out with some outrageous claim. You have to chip away at something. Okay. You have to chip away at something. So just, it's like death by a thousand paper cuts. So you have shows that start, you know, bring it, you start showing teenage girls in shorter shorts or teenage girls in, in skirts, or it shows this, the dad always, Bowing down to the the kids, just every so little, just little bit by little bit. So you start in, you start in going into children's minds just like that, like the dad's dumb at home, or the mom's super bossy, or the kids are the intellectual ones, or the kids are always right, or the kids are not doing something right because they're a victim of something, and you slowly start integrating this programming in and kids start to change and they start to accept and start to believe that stuff when the scripture clearly says that children are submit to their parents the scripture says you are put your wife first the scripture says that your wife is more precious than than rubies that's what the scripture says the scripture says that a husband and a wife are supposed to leave and start a new family. Save the rod, spoil the child. That's the scripture. The scripture says to teach the scripture to the children. That's what the scripture says. Not psychiatrists. Okay. Not someone sitting on a couch with 40 degrees. And I mean degrees on the wall, not the temperature. Okay. They're supposed, you're supposed to bring these, your children, if you're having trouble, to your pastor, to the youth pastor, to people who are godly people. Now, if you know a psychiatrist or behavior specialist that is a born-again Christian, and I mean a believing Christian, ask your pastor and pray to the Holy Spirit for guidance, and then maybe take your child to somewhere like that. But that needs to be under the authority of your church and your pastor and through the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Period. But this is... And look, this obviously this commercial triggered me, okay? But it's not It's not like I'm just walking around whistling and all of a sudden I see this commercial and I freak out. This has been something like death by a thousand paper cuts just to me though it's just little by little I've noticed this and that this and that and this and that and this and that so I've finally wanting to start addressing this stuff and like I said you can't help talk about this stuff without thinking about Disney okay there is absolutely it's first of all the people who draw that stuff in you don't accidentally draw uh, penises and um, breasts and Objects that look like penises, and ejaculations, and all its sex and leaves when in Lion King and stuff like that. But like, I mean, look, we also can't walk around like we're scared either because 
we are born again. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit. And there are... When, when the apostles went into the towns, they weren't surrounded by people who believed in Jesus. But they still walked in with authority. What I'm saying is don't walk around and be scared. Oh, no, there's there's a commercial or there's something. Oh, that's, that's the devil. Um, I can't look at that. You know, I'm not... Of course you can look at it, but don't let it consume you. Don't let it take you over. Just but be strong. Don't be a sissy is what I'm getting at. Because you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Okay? You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Period. But don't let that stuff try to take you over. You understand what I'm saying? Watch out what your kids are watching. I know it's tempting. I do it too. Where I just put something on there so my kids can, you know, so I can maybe play video games or, you know, <laughs> um, so I can get a break from them and I just put something in front of them. Be careful with that. Be careful with what they're watching. All right? Be careful what they're watching. But remember, the enemy, this is what he wants. And he slowly but surely wants to divide your family and... What better way than to attack your children? Because the children are our future. I know that 80s song, you know, children are the future. Yeah, they are. They are. And Jesus is very, very aggressive in his language when he talks about children. If you cause or you hurt a little one or cause a little one to sin, it's better for you to throw, or excuse me, it's better for you to tie a stone to your neck and drop it in the middle of a lake. And he's using... Like the, uh, it's got a lot of language and vibe with it is about the pit of hell. Okay. So Jesus is pretty, pretty serious when he starts talking about children. We have to do a good job with our children. Play Christian music around your children. Okay. Praise and worship music. Be careful what music you play around your children. All right. Thank you for listening. God bless you.